Hello, welcome to season two, episode nine of Hey Honey, How's School? Today on the podcast, I have Julian. Hi. And Sam. Hi. Our first highlight this week is the ACE structure. We've been practicing this bad boy for a couple of weeks. Uh, Sam, you want to start us off? Tell, tell our listeners at home about the ACE structure. So the ACE structure is an acronym for answer, site, and ex- explanation. Mm-hmm. So you an- it's typically used in like when we read mm-hmm. a chapter of something. Okay. And you answer the question, then you cite two examples that support mm-hmm. your answer. Then mm-hmm. the explanation says how the, the two examples actually help your answer. It's beautiful. What would you like to add to that, Julian? Is it, You guys use this in your old classroom, right? Yeah. It's a little bit different? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We used ACE a little bit, but we used RARE a little bit more. Okay. Um, How so, would you say they compare? Uh, I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Did you guys, you, you used them for the same purposes though, right? Yeah. Can you tell us about what purposes you might use them for? So we just used them for responses and oral responses when we okay. were reading class novels. Like, okay. Um, I remember reading The Wild Robot, mm-hmm. and then we did every other day we did an oral response, and mm-hmm. then on the other days we wrote our responses. And something I want to add on to ACE is that it could be ACE or like a-C-E-C or like A-C-C-E or yes. like A-E-E-C. Yeah. This was a really good conversation we had that the ACE is like the way you remember it, but depending on what you're saying, it could be a little bit different. You might structure it a little bit differently. Um, you know, for example, if you had an answer um, and a citation and then an explanation to explain that citation, but then you had a different citation that required a different explanation or... Some people, I know this last one we practiced, had two citations, but then one explanation that linked those, both of those to the answer. So that one was like A-C-C-E. Yeah. So our ACE structure, we use to organize our thinking and all the parts and pieces that we need when we're responding kind of academically to a question. Maybe it's I learn, whatever it may be. Um, You guys will use that structure forever. What other structures have we talked about this year? Because we have talked about writing. We always start with our structure, right? What's the other big structure we've talked about? The narrative plot structure. Yes, for writing stories. Very good. Okay, next highlight is kind of our Halloween fun day. We put on here the fall soda taste test. Um, And I am at this point going to have to give a big shout out to one of our favorite listeners and this is Mrs. Ashley Young who used to teach here. She listens to us every week and she actually was the one who gave me these fall sodas and had done this fun activity like we just did it for fun on the weekend one time. So tell them about our listeners about the fall soda taste test. So the fall soda taste test we each got an equal amount of soda and we taste tested it and we rated them. Yeah, we decided like what makes a good soda a good soda. What were some of the things that we said made good soda good soda? Um, one thing, the, the first one, it was obvious. It was obvious. 
It was how it tastes. Yes. Do you remember anything else, Sam? Yeah, um, the fizz amount and uh, fizz factor. how like, sweet it is. Yes. And if it looks appetizing or not. Yes. Yeah, like, I, I said this as an example, like, if it looks like sewer water, I wouldn't want to drink it. <laughs> yeah, gross. Um, and all the sodas we had, they were like pumpkin or they were like butterscotch. They were kind of these like fall flavors. Um, and if you've been listening, you know that we've been doing a lot of work with data. So we ranked each soda. Talk about how we ranked each soda. Well, we had a paper and mm-hmm. we gave it a ranking out of five. Five what? Pumpkins. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That was our self-made, yes, uh, rating scale out of five pumpkins. Cool. What was your guys' favorite soda? Um, the caramel apple soda. Mm, that was a good um, one. I don't, I don't re- remember what I rated each one, but I think it was a butterscotch quote-unquote beer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, very good. What um, other silly, fun, cute, great Halloween things did we do? We had a Halloween movie. Yeah. Day. Do you remember what the movie we watched? What it was called? Halloween Town. Halloween Town. Did you guys like it? Yeah. 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 Had you seen it before? No. Nope. Sweet. I love it when that happens. And now I want to watch the second movie. Yeah. What else did we do? We had some snacks mm-hmm. while we were watching the movie. Yeah. Those cookies were like so cute and delicious. Mm-hmm. Apple cider and like. Caramel, not, not caramel corn. Kettle like corn? Pop, popcorn. Yeah, like popcorn balls. Popcorn, but sweet, which mm-hmm. is kettle corn. Yes. And it's like mashed together into a ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I had never had a popcorn ball in my life. Yeah, before. I haven't either. You had not either? Yeah. I've, I've had one before, but, like, I wasn't able to finish it. it. I was, like, in second grade or something mm. I had one before. Did you finish yours this time? Yep. Nice. All right, highlight number three. So if we, I feel like disclaimer, if you have been listening and you're interested in reading The Swifts, which is our class novel, you might skip ahead a little bit. We're going to try not to give any spoilers, but we have been very excited this week um, in our class novel because why? Um, We just hit the climax. Yes. And it was mind-blowing. Were you guys surprised? Yeah. Yep. Yes. We talked about how you can kind of feel the excitement building, and this is a good indicator of, like, when you reach this point of the story, and then, boom, it happened. And I think it was Griffin who was like, was that the climax? Did you guys feel that, too? Yeah. Yeah. So where are we at now? We're... At the resolution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What we happens at this point of the story? They're wrapping just... everything up. Mm-hmm. We just have a couple chapters mm-hmm. left. Yeah. What, so maybe we can do this without spoiling anything. What questions do you guys still have that haven't been answered? How, how did, Aunt, well, should I say it? Yeah, you can yeah. say it. Um, well, it's okay. Skip, skip ahead a minute or two if you don't want to hear. She, Go ahead. She, she's just like, I don't know a, how it She's just like a sort of one of the main characters in the story. You can go ahead and say it. Go ahead. Um, I don't know how Aunt Shattenfoy's faked her death yes i know what else do you wonder um i really want to know what earth's name is yeah i want to know who's going to be the next matriarch yeah well like aunt jen's alive now though that's true that's true 
I wonder if there's a sequel. Oh, that's a good question. I wonder who cut off all the steering wheels. Probably Kander. You think? I don't know. Anyways, this book is what genre? Mystery. mystery? Yeah, it's a mystery. So this is, I feel like, pretty standard in mystery text, right? You, like, bam, you figure out who who the bad guy is, and then the rest of it is just, like, all these loose ends you want tied up. And we're still kind of in that phase of the story. Cool. All right, highlight number four is action-adventure. What do we mean when I say action-adventure? We mean we're starting... <laughs> like writing this genre not not right now but these couple these uh, for a couple of weeks we're just going to be like studying it like just immersing immersing mm-hmm. ourselves in this genre in the genre mm-hmm. and then we're gonna start planning out some narratives and then write one scene from them yes so a little bit ago, I sent out a survey to you guys, like, what genres are you most interested in becoming better writers? And across the board, action-adventure was something you guys chose. Did both of you guys choose that? No. No, you didn't? What was it. You did. What, what, were, what were you interested in, um, Sam? Realistic fiction and okay. memoir. Okay. Well, I thought it would be good to do one you guys are very excited about for the most part, and then one kind of in our um, intellectual risk-taking, one that, like, nobody said they were interested in, <laughs> which might be journalism, which could be fun. Um, but anyways, we are entering into this immersion period where I've never taught this before, so I'm not really sure what you guys, like, what to tell you guys to do, but we're immersing ourselves in the genre, and we're asking the question, what do good action-adventure authors do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Once we have the answer to this question, then we'll know how to write this genre. Cool. I'm excited for this. I think that the first step of the plan of planning should probably always be what adventure is this going to be? Yeah. Who is the main character? What are their personalities? Mm Mm-hmm. And we discussed how we don't have time in here for you guys to write a full feature-length novel. But you can absolutely plan this out. And that's kind of important. Just Even when you're just going to write a single scene from your story, it's important to know who your characters are. It's important to know where they've been. It's also important to know where they're going, what your climax is going to be, how you're going to wrap your story up, all that kind of stuff. So we will be planning kind of this full story but you guys are really going to focus and hone in on writing an action scene which will be yeah. cool yeah one, one scene not the entire book we can do that at home you can do that at home you can do that over the summer uh yeah we just don't have time to do that in here unfortunately maybe someday like <laughs> writing a book would probably take like the in Writing one book, mm-hmm. one long book mm-hmm. that you're focusing on, it would probably take like the entire school year, and we already don't have that. We're already past the first quarter. It'd That's right. Take longer. Mm-hmm. It would. Yeah. It would. Ta- it takes years for for novelists to publish, create, write, all that stuff, and we have all our other subjects to study too. So we really don't have like we don't spend all day in here writing. Um, we could, but we don't. So 
All right, what was your student choice highlight? Um, the AI yeah. issue. Oh, tell us about that. So we have a magazine that we get. Mm -hmm. Time for kids. Monthly. It's about about monthly, sometimes biweekly. Um, it talks about how AI can be used good, mm -hmm. or how you can misuse it, yeah. and whether people think it's a, like, they interviewed people to see whether mm -hmm. they think it's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, and this was our ace question this week, right? Mm -hmm. What? How do you guys feel about it? Are you more on, like, the friend side, I like AI, or the faux side, AI is the worst? Probably on friend, because okay. yeah. I've been using ChatGPT a lot. Oh my gosh, it's I, so much fun. I'm on the friend side, too. Um, because uh, I wrote a really long response. That I can't <laughs> you don't need to tell us everything. Just give us the gist. So, I think it's on the front side because uh -huh. AI, it, it's rarely perfect. So it can't mm -hmm. be this cheating tool in schools. So it's not really a pro. It's not really a problem. Yeah. And it's it, instead of just being. And I think pe so. People are panicking, but it's but some but people say it's like the panic ca caused when like the internet was new. So the panic will eventually subside, I think, and people will begin to see it as a helpful tool. Yeah. And not something that you can just use to like cheat on tests and stuff cool yeah yeah uh i think this is going to be something we'll talk about lots and lots and lots and as it's coming out we learn new things about it every single day um we've been trying in here to approach it with curiosity and wonder um, I know we've been playing around also with the image AIs are pretty silly. There were some images in the magazine as well that were AI generated. Did you guys notice weird things in the images? Yeah. yeah. Like one kid's face was completely blurred. And it yep. Was there? Like it was melting. Yeah. There was somebody that had like three legs. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. What's your table talk question this week? Our table talk question is what's one of the most memorable things you've ever read? Ooh, I love it. That's a good question. Uh, so what are your answers? Sam, why don't you start? What's your answer? Mine is probably Willowdine. Okay. It's about a girl. Um, her family died in a fire. What? And it shows about how like she can power through it, I guess. Yeah. And Just so, really stuck, stuck yeah. to you. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that a young Hoosier? Is that a young yeah. Hoosier? That's cool. So, and you're getting pizza for it. Sort of. <laughs> what about you, Julian? What's the most memorable thing you've ever read? I think the most one of the most memorable things I've ever read is Room to Dream. Okay. Because it kind of, like, matches up with my life. That's amazing. So. In what way? So, it just, the events, like, the main character went to China to see her family, and this summer I went to China to see my family. What? Did you guys have, like, similar experiences? Yeah, except uh, one thing that was opposite is when she stepped off the plane, she was greeted with a blast of cold air. Um, I visited it during the summer, oh. and China is all the wrong temperatures at all the wrong times, so <laughs> what? it was super hot. Okay, cool. Uh, I think my most, well, it's hard. I feel like I've had a lot of memorable books over my life, but 
one that I always sticks with me is called Fermat's Enigma and it's by one of my favorite authors and it's about this math problem that went unsolved for like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years but it also is just about like the mathematical history um and there were a lot of things in it about math that I didn't know um and it was written almost like a thriller which is kind of weird it's like oh really how could math be that exciting but I think you guys all know how math could be that exciting. Am yeah. I right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very good. Anything else you guys want to say to our listeners at home? Not really. Nope. Do you want to say bye? Bye. bye. Thanks for listening. Oh, no, no, no.